Bulibwanji from the coast of Brava. This is the Rorschach Malawi update for the 19th of August, 2021. What's been going down in Malawi for the week? Every single week. So here we go. On Sunday, the 15th of August, Malawi received 119,000 doses of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine. The consignment was part of the first tranche the United Kingdom has donated through COVAX to help slow the spread of COVID-19 virus abroad as part of its pledge to donate 100 million vaccines by June 2022. Malawians are being encouraged to get their vaccine, particularly those who had already received their first dose and were waiting to receive the second. Details on vaccination sites can be found at the Ministry of Health's Facebook page. Ministry of Trade is warning against unfair and anti-competitive trading practices following investigations that were conducted jointly by the Ministry of Trade, Malawi Revenue Authority, and the Competition and Fair Trading Commission. Some of the practices mentioned in their press conference on Monday the 16th include failure to display the prices of goods, which is illegal, unreasonable, and unjustified price increases, non-issuance of receipts, insufficient labeling of products, and discrimination against local and small-scale buyers and traders. The ministry has warned all business owners in the country to cease and desist from engaging in these business malpractices, further warning that it would take legal action against anyone found engaging in them. The Ministry of Trade has also informed all business operators in the poultry industry that the government will start enforcing business licensing for distribution of poultry and poultry products, particularly live chickens. The business license includes a traveler's wholesaler's license for large poultry producers to allow them to deliver their products to designated marketplaces and the distributor's license for poultry distributors. Effective Monday, the 23rd of August, following a directive from January 2021 by the Ministry of Trade, Sosten Gwengwe, poultry producing companies should only sell live poultry from their production facilities and limited designated depots and leave all distribution and retailing to Malawian traders and farmers. The restriction intends to safeguard inclusive growth of the entire poultry value chain by addressing anti-competitive and unfair trade practices displayed by large poultry producers. All affected parties may obtain their licenses from the Ministry of Trade offices in Lilongwe. The Malawi Revenue Authority, MRA, is set to dispose of various items, including 174 vehicles, in a public auction sale to be conducted from Friday the 20th of August to the 8th of September at its stations across the country. The vehicles and goods to be sold during the auctions are those that have overstayed and whose owners have failed to pay penalties, fines, and taxes. The auction follows a public notice issued in March 2021 in which the authority reminded all importers with uncleared goods to have them cleared within 30 days, further warning that the failure to do so before the deadline would result in selling of the goods by public auction. The authority is poised to recover tax revenues as well as ensuring that the MRA stations are not congested with uncleared goods and vehicles, which creates space challenges for new imports, especially at border crossings. Viewing the auction of all goods will take place at the MRA border premises. In development news, Malawi could become the fourth major producers of niobium after Brazil, Canada, and Australia following the Mineral Resources Committee, MRC, recommendation to grant Globe Metals and Mining a license for the Kanyika Noibium project in Mzimba. Noibium is a rare, shiny white metal that is used for the production of high-temperature-resistant alloys and special stainless steels. Alloys containing noibium are used in jet engines and rockets, beams and girders for buildings and oil rigs, and oil and gas pipelines. Principal Secretary of Mining Joseph Nkandawide and Globe Metals and Mining Country Director Neville Huxham 
confirmed that the MRC has recommended granting a mining license to the Australia Stock Exchange listed company after nine years of negotiating and waiting. Huxham said once operational, the company will be producing 3,000 tons of high-purity nobium and 200 tons of tantalum annually with a workforce of about 1,000 permanent and temporary staff. The project will require a capital investment of around $450 million, which is roughly $367 billion quacha with an initial mine life of over 20 years. Project is, however, facing resistance from the community who have filed a lawsuit seeking compensation for prospecting operations. The community alleges that as a result of research activities of global metals and mining in the area, it has suffered gross poverty, deprivation, and perpetual food insecurity. Nkosi Mabulabo, in whose area the mine is located, said that although he had not received official communication about the granting of the licenses, there were several outstanding issues which have not been resolved, such as the disturbance allowances and the Community Development Agreement. In other news, Minister of Agriculture Lobin Loe has stressed the need for farmers in the lower Shide district of Chikwawan and Sanjay to restore vegetative cover along the riverbanks and mountains to help reduce effects of floods and droughts, which have hit the two districts annually, affecting agricultural productivity. He said Chikwawa and Nsanje are the hardest hit by climate change since his ministry is undertaking a number of agroforestry interventions in such areas as encouraging farmers to venture into irrigation, livestock, and fish farming. Still on agriculture, the State House has said President Lazarus Chacuera is worried about the sharp rise in prices of fertilizer in the country. The remarks from the president come at a time when the price of the commodity has hit 40,000 kwacha per 50 kilo bag, which is approximately 49 U.S. dollars, thereby threatening the flagship affordable input program. The State House says Chacuera has been engaging Agriculture Minister Loben Loy, officials from Agricultural Development and Marketing Corporation, and others in the industry to find a quick solution to the problem. In July this year, the government announced that it had trimmed the number of AIP beneficiaries from the initial 3.7 million to 2.8 million, leaving at least 1 million vulnerable people to fend for themselves after the price hit 30,000 kwacha per bag earlier this year, which is about $37. This means that a lot of farmers will not be able to grow enough food this year should this trend continue. In its monetary policy report for July 2021 released last week, the Reserve Bank of Malawi has predicted that fertilizer prices are expected to increase in the second half of the year, which will result in the deteriorating terms of trade in the short to medium term. The prediction comes as the start of the lean season when Malawi imports the bulk of its agricultural inputs, particularly fertilizer in preparation for the next growing season. Malawians are awaiting President Lazarus Chakwera to fill vacant cabinet positions. The cabinet currently has no minister of transport and minister of local government following the deaths of previous holders Sadiq Mia and Lingston Belekanyama in January. In April, Chakwera fired minister of labor Ken Kadodo, while minister of energy Newton Kambala was removed last week. The president has yet to appoint a new attorney general following the firing of Chikosa Silungwe in July. Executive Assistant and State House Director of Communications Sean Campondani said several pending issues may be affected by the timing of the appointments, adding that the issue of vacancies in the cabinet is one that the president thinks about every day. He concluded that the president would announce new ministers when he feels he can do it in a way that promotes unity. 
Multi-Choice Malawi has introduced a kiosk water project called Sanka Weka, meaning choose for yourself as a way to increase customer convenience by creating key service touch points in accessible areas across the country, while also providing Malawians with the opportunity to own and run the kiosk. Multi-Choice Malawi currently has over 152 agents and 58 accredited installers of the Sankwe Weka kiosk located in the cities of Blantyre, Lelongwe, and Mzuzu, with more kiosks to be introduced countrywide. Multi-Choice Malawi Managing Director Gus Banda said the project also seeks to enrich the lives of Malawians through job creation. On Thursday, the 12th, the Film Association of Malawi, FAMA, signed a memorandum of understanding with Latitude 13 Hotels to have cinema nights once every month where FAMA will be showcasing and celebrating locally produced films. This is great news for the film industry in Malawi as filmmakers have often complained about limited platforms to showcase their work and consequently sustain their livelihoods. It is also beneficial for those who seek local content but don't know where to find it. Partnership has also been extended to capacity building and film workshops where FAMA will be training filmmakers and equipping content creators with knowledge and skills. Locals on social media celebrating this news, stating that it is a great alternative and job creation. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app so we can update you weekly on the big stuff going down in Malawi. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. We may even put it in the update. You can email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Pitani bueno. Bueno.